0: If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Joseph B. Herman is a 21 year old flight lieutenant pilot for the Royal Australian Air Force. It's Saturday, November 4th, 1944. His Hanley-Page Halifax is about to take off from Driffield, England. Tonight, they're flying to the coal mines near Bochum, Germany. So our hero takes the helm and joins the raid with 749 aircraft. Little does Hermann's squadron know, the defenders are ready for their arrival. Within moments, the unit finds themselves surrounded by anti-aircraft cannons below. These things can reach targets flying at 39,000 feet. The planes on this mission are flying half that high. It's a recipe for disaster. That's when the night sky gets set on fire. With planes going down right and left, Herman must keep his cool. He has to show his best skills to keep himself and his crew of six out of harm's way. They end up completing the mission. But just five minutes later… Boom! Herman's plane is hit in the rear spar. The aircraft catches fire and the pilot must take quick, decisive action to save everyone on board. His thoughts are racing, but not fast enough. Two more shells hit the plane's wings. The fire engulfs the aircraft. Herman immediately orders all the crew members to jump out of the plane. But he knows he can't abandon the ship. He'd taken his chute off a bit earlier because it was uncomfortable. The lieutenant has to get to the engineering compartment where his parachute is if he's going to make it out of this thing. But as soon as he leaves his seat, the aircraft's right wing tears off. Within milliseconds, the plane rolls and then explodes. Its burning parts approach the Earth like a meteor shower. What's left of the Halifax falls outside the small town of Nevises, damaging someone's cottage so badly that the owners eventually had to demolish it. But what happened to Joseph Herman? Rewind back to when the plane blew apart. The force threw the pilot, still without a parachute, out of the aircraft. He's now in freefall among the wreckage 18,000 feet up. The next 90 seconds will decide his fate. It's dark, but our hero initially tries to search for a parachute among the falling debris. The search isn't successful. Panic sets in. Herman shouts and waves his arms, but then the Australian pilot realizes he's doomed. Best not to waste the last of his energy and time. He relaxes and tries to find the safest place to land below. A minute passes. He's fallen 12,000 feet, 30 seconds left until impact. As soon as Herman reaches an altitude of 6,000 feet, what happened next can only be described as a miracle. Or at least, incredibly good luck. His body crashes into something. This something is different from the lifeless wreckage of the plane. The lieutenant realizes they're a person's legs. He hears a familiar voice. Hello, is someone there? It's the Halifax's mid-top gunner, John Vivish. Just me, Joe, the pilot replies. The odds are astounding, but I'll get into that a bit later. For now, the men aren't out of the woods yet. That parachute wasn't made to be used by two people at the same time. With the added weight of an unexpected passenger, the two fall faster than what's safe. They approach the ground and get ready for impact. It's still a hard fall. Vivash lands on Herman's chest and injures a couple of his ribs. But they don't have time to rest or inspect the damage. They're still behind enemy lines. Their dangerous adventure has only just begun. First, they quickly bury their parachute to cover their tracks. They need to leave this crash site now to avoid being captured. The airmen are able to hide from patrols and remain undetected from the night of November 4th until the morning of November 9th. They move only at night. During the day, they hide in the woods and random barns. They're hungry, hurting, and exhausted. Oh! These two poor fellows reach the village of Wolfrath. Their injuries are making themselves known. Our heroes must take a risk if they're going to survive. They ask for help at a local farm. Hey! They're immediately handed over to the authorities and locked up. Hermann and Vivash are questioned for a long time. None of the German officers can believe their incredible story of being saved by a single parachute. In the end, They had to show the place where they buried it. And only then could they prove the truth of their impossible story. But this didn't get them out of trouble, and they remained in custody. The two spent 11 days in the hospital. Then they were separated and sent to two different places for captured airmen. Lt. Herman was transferred from place to place three times until he was released from captivity on April 22, 1945. Well. Finally, we can breathe a sigh of relief. This story has a good ending. But all this is the result of an unbelievable combination of circumstances. So much could have gone wrong. For example, Lieutenant Herman could have been injured at the very moment his plane was hit. You see, those anti-aircraft projectiles throw dangerous shrapnel when they explode, which could have immediately made this story a lot shorter than what it ended up being. He also wasn't knocked unconscious. If he had been out cold, he would have just bumped into Vivish's legs and kept falling, instead of grabbing onto them in an instant. And then there was this intense freefall. They were falling exactly in line with each other, yet they bailed from the plane at different times. At that moment, Vivish had happened to be in a horizontal position, allowing Herman to grab onto his legs. And Vivish had just opened his parachute the same moment Herman grabbed onto him any earlier, and they wouldn't have met. Or if they did, they would have collided with a huge force and probably bounced off each other like billiard balls. If Vivish had opened his chute after the already unlikely meeting, Hermann wouldn't have been able to keep his grip. This number of coincidences would make anyone doubt the legitimacy of this story. Well, in February and March 2014, a group of volunteers and German archaeologists did excavations at the supposed crash site. They found about 40 parts and fragments that undoubtedly belonged to Joseph B. Herman's plane. So, 70 years later, the story turned out to be undeniably true. After the end of all the events of 1945, Lieutenant Joseph B. Herman of the RAAF lived a quiet, simple life. He became a crop duster pilot with an incredible story to tell.